Welcome to Chef It. I'm Lisa. I'm a chef. I live and work in Los Angeles and I cook for the rich and famous. So, um, I have been waiting to hear back from a couple of job offers and as y'all know, I'm, I haven't been uh, working full-time, meaning with a full-time client as a chef. And um, that's because of COVID-19 and all this bullshit that's going on. And now as we're like turning the corner of COVID, like we're kind of like, hey, we're here, we're still here, everything's okay. Um, people are vaccinated, I'm vaccinated, I've been interviewing, I'm ready to go. I've been working for all kinds of super high profile, famous, you name it ultra high net worth folks, um, the whole nine yards. The thing is people are either still wary, um, busy, um, confused about the process of what's going on with chefs and, and masking and the virus and, or just like really comfortable not having a chef for a change, just having someone come in once in a while. And that's kind of like where I've been in that weird balance where they're like, giving me a shout and I'm showing up and doing a party or a dinner or whatever. You know, people are just in a weird headspace about having chefs in their homes. Now that said, there are plenty of chefs out there working full time, kicking ass and having an amazing experience throughout COVID. Um, to all of you, hell yeah. Good for you. I'm like right behind you. I'm right behind you. So in the interim, um, I am, um, I'm just still, you know, fully loaded creatively. I'm just trying to get it out. It's a weird thing, um, to have time as a creative and it's so necessary to have some space and just do nothing and to kind of like dip down and then just feel awful and then to do something creative, which typically these days involves social media. Um, and to witness what you're doing, whether it's on Instagram or what I've just done is join TikTok, which is hilarious to be, <laughs> to be someone who is not 18 on TikTok. I don't even know what to tell you. I mean, there's a part of me that's embarrassed, but then I just read that like a 95 year old man in Mexico still runs across the state. So, I mean, like, you know what? People just, we're just doing what we want to do and no one's telling us not to do it. In fact, people are telling me to do it. So that's, that's what's going on. So, um, yeah, it's been getting my creative self out and making me feel more like myself. So it's been a very positive thing. Um, as of about, I'd say two 30 today and it's about three 21 right now. So I'm in a car headed to the Middle Eastern market. I'm going to Tehran market get some feta and get some inspo. I created a new series today. I make it sound like I'm going to be launched on Hulu or something. And I'm like, Hey guys, new series. Guess what? Guess what I'm doing? Um, stove topped on TikTok is now live launching on Instagram. Wow. Multiple platforms here. Um, all joking aside, I am actually decided to announce that I will be creating a series called What to Do with Broccoli. <laughs> what to do with broccoli. And I can't help but see 
see it as a metaphor with like what to do with like me. Like I feel like broccoli, right? I'm not I'm not like fancy. I'm not like I'm not a rich <laughs> person. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like the stock. I'm the standard amazing stuff. And I'm not, again, I'm not putting myself down. I'm not saying that I'm not a badass at what I do, an artist. I have moments of incredible greatness, as we all do. Um, yeah, and I'm always putting that forward as much as I can. But here's the deal. I'm still broccoli, right? So I feel like this is maybe my identifying fruit. I'm sorry, vegetable. And that within my broccoli-ness, like, the beauty of being broccoli is two things. Okay, first of all, broccoli is good for you. And even people that don't like broccoli are forced to enjoy broccoli because broccoli is good for you. And it has all the things that we need to sustain our life. It's, it even has protein. So, like, this is a very, this is, this is, this is what vegans are puring and drinking, you know, uh, you know, on, whoa, I'm driving, as you guys know, I'm driving past Rustic Canyon, are they open, famous restaurant, um, yeah, anyhow, uh, what I'm saying is, this, this, this is not a, necessarily a vegan situation, but, um, but yes, broccoli is good for you, and number two, Broccoli is transformative. So broccoli has something that is so uniquely me. <laughs> is following this so great? So uniquely me. I just want to say it. It's transformative. It has the ability to shine. Which again, if you listen to my previous podcast, which you probably haven't because nobody's listening. Um... To me, being a chef, and in particular being a private chef, which is very broccoli in the chef world, right? It's not you're not a fancy chef. You're not a, you're not a famous chef. I mean, I guess I'm a fancy chef, but you're not a famous chef. You're um, you're like a hidden chef. You're a private chef. Um, so we ha- we shine. We find ways to shine, and it's very like confusing to people. I mean, I've had clients who've hired me and they're just so excited and they're like, wow, this is great. We love this chef, new dinner party, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like thinking, you know, it's going to be great and wonderful. And then they have moments where they're like, wait, where did you cook? They'll say things like that. Or where did you learn how to cook? Where did you, like, remind if I'm trying to think of your resume. Like, where did you cook before? Oh, like, how did you learn how to do this? Did you? Or, you know, they're just confused because they're like, why is this so fucking good? Why am I being surprised? You know, that's that's what I'm saying. That's when you shine. And the goal is to take something very simple like broccoli herself and make her shine, right? So the approach to cooking would be to take something completely standard, um you know, just on the regular, right? And it's the thing that you can buy at this, at any supermarket, anywhere. You can buy this at Target. You can buy (laughs) broccoli at Target, right? 
you don't have to like there's not a lot of like thinking going on you're not you don't have to go down to Italy make some you know like park in a 10 story garage and get validation and freak out because you forgot where you parked and then freak out because you're not validated and then freak out because you're stuck in the garage because a million people are not validated either and you're just around a bunch of assholes who are buying really expensive stuff and acting like douchebags in their Mercedes wagons just kidding I love a Mercedes wagon my brother has one and my sister-in-law they're both amazing um but you know what I'm saying I'm just stereotyping and that's fine um you don't have to do that. Like, you don't have to go somewhere, you know, to the farmer's market even. You know, you can just go to Target and pick up a head. So if, I guess my, this is it. You don't go to Target to buy broccoli. You go to Target because you're going to Target. And when you're there, you're thinking about all the things that you should be doing, which is grocery shopping, which are the things you hate to do. And so because you're there and now Target is smart enough to realize this about you and everyone else on this planet, that you can just like push your cart, you know, like a few racks away and just grab maybe even an organic head of broccoli, but we don't even have to go that far. You can just get a head of broccoli or you could buy a freshly washed, chopped bag of broccoli florets or even chopped broccoli. I have no doubt about that. Now, as we're discussing this, I'm starting to realize there's also a frozen food section, which now um, I'm, is just opening up my mind to what to do with broccoli. So that's a whole other, that's going to be like a backside of the story. So that's coming, that, like that's way later. Right now we're focusing on fresh. So you can go to Target, um, do your whatever shopping you're doing, and then get your broccoli. And then you can go home, rinse it off, let it dry while you're yelling at your kids or your husband or whatever, watching your TikToks or whatever the hell you're doing. While it's drying, um, you can get your other things together. You can grab some nuts out of the freezer, out of your you know pantry. Um, you can throw in some leftover rice, some quinoa. You can make either of those. Um, and you can chop up a scallion, a radish if you have it. And I would highly suggest some fresh herbs. Now you can also grab some za'atar because I'm going Middle Eastern on this. And the za'atar is a... Um, a fuzzy wild thyme and it's paired with sumac and a couple of other seasonings like usually like a toasted sesame seed and sometimes there's um what's the other thing that's in there doesn't matter there's a whole variation of it sometimes it's wild oregano and it's just really earthy and lovely and actually bright and lemony as well and so you can sprinkle that onto some shaved broccoli florets because all you gotta do is take your knife shave around the head of the broccoli. Just shave it quickly. It's not a big deal. Save the stems for another dish. Um, dice up your green onion. Toast up some walnuts or almonds. Walnuts are best because they're nice and soft. They have such a nice texture when you're um, eating them in a salad because that's what we're making. Um, fry that up in some olive oil. Fry up a, maybe like a, just a big handful of walnuts cool it down for a second, chop that up on your cutting board, mix that in with some fresh torn mint or chopped mint, um, some fresh dill if you have it, 
a handful of chopped fresh parsley if you want that. It's fantastic. Um, a squeeze of lemon, some of that za'atar, um, a big pinch of salt. Kosher is preferable and even more preferable. Malden sea salt, but that's getting fancy. Um, and, you know, just a glug of some decent olive oil. And if you don't have that, you could use grapeseed. Just don't use canola oil. That's not okay. You could use a drizzle of walnut oil. Hazelnut oil might be interesting. I don't know. Try it. What do I care? Um, just give it a shot. And what you are making is raw salad. Pardon me. I need something to drink. I'm just I'm yelling in my car and it's warm. I'm just so excited. I'm having like a creative flow. And I'm sure all of you are like, what is she talking about? Um, broccoli taboulet salad. It's high protein. It's raw. It's fresh. It's quick. And the only thing you have to cook are the walnuts if you choose to fry them on the stove top with a little bit of olive oil. You don't have to do that. They could be already toasted. And you can just chop them up, toss them in, squeeze a lemon, a little bit of olive oil, fresh herbs, chop up whatever leftovers, mix in your old rice, mix in some quinoa, you're good. Cooked quinoa. Let me just, let me just say that because there are actually people that would just probably throw in that. People don't know. People don't know. Um... I'm telling you, it's a great salad. So I'm excited. I just made that. That was the inspiration behind what to do with broccoli. I'm going to go inside the market. I'm going to suss it out and see what's there. I'm probably going to pick up some feta. Um, I'm starting to think that I should do a cooked broccoli dish that maybe includes a protein. Yes? No? Maybe, maybe chicken stock, maybe like a can of chicken broth, maybe something as simple as that. Because I think what my approach is to engage people with this very standard vegetable that everyone can grab and, and might likely have in their, their drawer in their fridge and that they can turn it into something healthy, delicious, that's easy and not too performative. It's not like, hey guys, I just pulled out the French laundry cookbook and I'm making a broccoli souffle. We're not, I mean, actually I might do that now that I'm thinking about it, but I'll make it easy. This is what I'm saying. Anyhow, thanks for coming along for the ride. Um, literally and figuratively, cause God knows I need some help after COVID being at home, living alone, <laughs> which has been great. I won't lie. Um, it has hampered my social skills. <laughs> it just has. I mean, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I'm just, I mean, I just got to talk to the wall, which is this, this is what I'm, I'm talking to my car for Christ's sake. So with that, I think I'm going to take me and my, um, just to give you a little outfit of the day. Cause this is I find this to be hilarious in this moment. I am wearing <laughs> some drawstring cheetah pants. Some drawstring cheetah pants. I'm wearing some cheetah printed black vans. They're, they're flip-flops, sorry. I'm wearing some cheetah 
printed. I'm what is this? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so distracted. It's about as ADD as I can get right now. There is a man and a really cute dog and a very expensive Mercedes. And his, I can see his underwear. Okay, I just. We, I'm in an unusual parking lot. That's all I want to say. Um, anyhow, I'm wearing cheetah printed flip-flops, cheetah drawstring pants, and a very teenager-looking jean jacket. Hallelujah. Stay young, everybody. Peace out. Ah. Let me turn this off. Okay.